You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm Rick Kleffel. We're speaking with Shauna Graham. She's just attended a conference for the American Writers and Writing Programs. Thank you for joining me, Shauna. Tell me about this conference, who attends, and why. Well, I believe that it's mostly through uh, MFA programs that it originally came about. It's uh, a conference with the small literary journals of the country, and actually a few that are abroad, as far as I understand. And it's hosted by some of the big graduate programs, but there are people from all walks of life who attend it. Uh, this year there was a record-breaking amount of people coming. There were 7,500 people who descended on the city of Manhattan, and I guess it was lucky it was Manhattan because it wasn't really noticed by <laughs> New York, but uh, I think it was bigger than any they've had. Uh, they sold out, and uh, on the last day when they let in the public, there were 8,000 people who had attended. How did you find out about this program? Well, my sister is a writer, and she has attended it for several years. It's, it's always held in a different city, and she is uh, more interested in the nonfiction side of writing. So she attended quite different uh, programs that were held in the conference, but there were so many that you, you really could hardly choose between them. Could you tell me um, how long it lasts and how much it costs? Uh, I actually don't know that I could say the cost because my sister was generous enough to treat me, but it's not that expensive of a conference. I think it's more the hotels that are pricey when you go to New York. Uh, I believe the three-day conference was $175, but I'm, I'm kind of guessing at this point. Now, you, it sounds like there's a lot of things to choose from. Are, there, are they tracked for you so that if you want, are interested in writing short nonfiction, they say, here's the, your choices, and if you're writing interested in writing long fiction or here are your choices it wasn't really set up like that but you you've got a massive program that you I mean well in advance if you uh, planned it right and you could go over the schedule but there would literally be 15 or 16 offerings at the same time but they would tell you what writers were in each panel which was the main way they did this and uh, you could sort of tell from the description whether it fit your interests or not now, your interests are, you're writing short fiction. You've had a piece published in Lady Churchill's Rosebud Wristlet. Boy, I remembered that. <laughs> Easier said than done. Um, what kind of seminars are, did you, panels did you attend? Well, I, I was there sort of as a tourist, so I, I dabbled in a lot of things. I did go to a couple of really interesting ones that centered on uh, fantasy writing, and particularly because this wasn't a science fiction fantasy conference, it was sort of about uh, showing mainstream writers that uh, non-realist writing is is an active and vital force in our literature today. So they had uh, some real stellar people from that world, uh, like Ricky Ducournay, du uh, Theodora Goss came, and they were actually a really vitalizing part of the conference, I thought. So this is a conference for general purpose literature. It's interesting that uh, the fantasy writers managed to get an in there. 
Could you talk about how they fit into this program? Did well, I think because a lot of the ones who were there are our, our, our teachers at some of the schools. They were actually very comfortable uh, talking with these people who are more in the uh, MFA world. But they they acknowledged that they may have a very small part in a, in the mainstream curriculum where they teach, and that they're sort of trying to break through some barriers, which is a, a and it's an exciting place to be in, I think, right now because. Some of the more conventional ideas of what writing is are kind of wearing out a little, I think, and there's all kinds of mainstream people who are trying to kind of break that realist uh, grip. That's fantastic. Now, tell me about the specific seminars that you did attend. What were they, and what was discussed, and how did they help you as a writer? Well, I think what they, they helped me as a writer just in seeing all kinds of writers and kind of just the general excitement of so many people gathered in one place. Um, now there was the whole, the range of kind of seminars that you could go to ranged from like a very small uh, gathering by a press that had just published a Vietnamese American uh, anthology of poetry, which I thought was great. And then at the other end, there would be Frank McCourt and Billy Collins, two of the premier writers of the country, doing a big uh, lecture in uh, one of the big ballrooms that were at the hotel. So there was something really for everybody, which I, it was interesting to see that, uh, that, there, that everyone could be accommodated. Did you get time to talk with editors of particular journals that you were interested in submitting to? Well, there was a three-story book fair, and I did go around to uh, many of the little journals, some of, some of which I had published in, and uh, one of my friends had been published recently in one, too, so I basically was just going around to get the magazine. But they were all just right there. I mean, some representative from the journals and we're willing to talk to anybody who stopped by the booth. I think it's really interesting what you said about the fantasy kind of and uh, surreal fiction, I guess, breaking down the barriers of, of mainstream literature because we see that more and more. Could you talk about some of the uh, evidence of that that you saw at this conference? Well, one of the most exciting uh, readings, and, and there weren't that many readings. People were generally there to discuss rather than to read, but there was a young guy named uh, Ilya Kaminsky who read a very uh, Russian-accented poem that he had written, which was, in fact, a fantasy poem. And he had the whole uh, room spellbound by his presentation in, enough that many people afterwards went and bought a copy of the Harvard Review just to read it uh, again. So this was a, a Russian-tinged fantasy poem published in the Harvard Review. It does sound like the barriers are breaking down. Uh, do you see any uh, blowback? Did you see any people who were, I guess, maybe dismissing the, the, these elements of fantasy fiction as just mere genre fiction? No, I really didn't, but the the form, the uh, panels were sort of set up to be. There wouldn't, there wouldn't necessarily have been any enemies of those panels in the room because they would have been attending something that was more to their liking. And what other kind of uh, events did you attend other than panels? 
there were a couple of big uh, readings. That one of the main ones was a. Uh, which actually kind of goes into the fantasy world itself. Uh, James Tate did a reading of his new book, and his he writes poetry that that definitely enters into fantasy in an interesting way that is very accessible to pretty much anyone who would read him. And as a, a person who's trying to, you know, work your way into these uh, small journals, could you talk about how just a being in the, the writing community was that was that helpful to you it was actually a little overwhelming I think you you question your own path a little bit but it's such a big thing that all you really can do is sort of take it in and then process it later and I think for me as a bookseller I in some ways took away more in that way and more excitement about um, helping people who might not get heard by the usual venues to to maybe find a little more of a voice. This is really interesting. Uh, so I, were there other booksellers attending this as well? Well, I'm sure there were. Uh, one, of, one of my friends and coworkers here was there, and I think I mean, there were so many people there, I, it's hard to know what walks of life they all came from. But I found that a lot of the... Uh, book fair people were interested in me more as a bookseller than as a writer because I was going to be able to help publicize a few people. Could you tell me what you're working on now and how it has been affected by your trip? Uh, I'm working, I'm just starting off on a novel about it with some Irish uh, fantasy elements uh, about a family that has traveled to Ireland and it's going to be definitely an American perspective because I certainly don't know enough about Ireland to pretend otherwise. Uh, I think that perhaps the, the the people that I saw in the fantasy writing forums just gave me hope that that world maybe has a little more room than some of the more mainstream publishers for new work. It sounds it's just interesting that you're starting off on a novel. What did you do to prepare for writing a novel? Well, this is actually an experiment because I'm doing this through an online forum called Forward Motion, which I would recommend anyone who wants to get into kind of an online writing group world. And the whole exercise is to prepare an outline, do some world building, and... Uh, really get your conception down before you start writing, which is not really my own method. So I've, I've struggled a little bit with that, but uh, it's, been a, it's been valuable to me to try to do it. Uh, this forward motion sounds like it's, it's geared towards uh, genre and fantasy fiction. Is that the case? I think it started out that way. I, I think there's definitely room for anybody in it. It's a, it's a vast website, actually. When I looked it over the other evening again I was like there's I hadn't even tapped most of it but it I, it does come I think Holly Lyle is one of the people who helped start it we've been speaking with Shauna Graham thank you for joining me Shauna thank you very much for having me again Rick
You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.